It's time to catch the message, stories of disclosure and courage. Hey everyone, welcome to Catch the Message. I'm Victor Piccini. And I'm Deanna Hines. How are you doing, Deanna? Fantastic. I I love these these short podcasts that we do. And just, it, it really highlights um, how our intentions to help kids really creates an impact. You know, and we, we kind of see the impact um, right then and there when they share with us, but there's probably so much more that happens after we leave. And I know there's um, uh, a, an experience that you wanted to share with everybody today. Yeah. So just if you're coming in fresh with this and you've never seen this podcast before, we create cu- curriculum that goes into schools and talks about uh, body safety. More specifically, one of our programs is on sexual abuse awareness and prevention. Uh, very, very powerful. I want to share a, a story today of uh, complete courage, because that's what this is all about, catching the message about courage, especially with students. I was at a school a few years back talking to middle school students, and it was a very small school. It was a one-school district. Actually, it was a two-school district, two separate buildings. But typically, I don't eat lunch with the teachers or, or uh, people like staff. I kind of stay in my own space, and I'll eat if I have time, whatever, whatever. But this day, they asked me to sit in the lunchroom. This is after I think it was the seventh grade program. And I'm sitting there, and the superintendent is there because her office is in the building, and the social worker. All of a sudden, a student runs in and says, oh, my gosh, so-and-so needs to see you right away. And I knew probably what it was. So here's what happened. The, the, the girl, the friend, uh, saw my presentation and connected to the story that she had been sexually abused. And the social worker went and talked to her and then came back and probably didn't do it the right way. I know it wasn't the right way. She says, the mom's coming in. Could you talk to her? I'm like, well, I typically don't do that, but okay, under this circumstance, of course I will. Um, so found out that the child had been sexually abused by her grandfather. And the parents couldn't figure out that every time, I think they were Skyping at that time, every time they would Skype the grandfather in Mexico, he lived in Mexico, she would not want to get on the call. And she would just make up you know, a reason, an excuse, and not be on the call. And then there were behaviors afterwards that she, they couldn't figure out. Her grades were slipping. She was probably talking back, getting maybe, who knows what, withdrawing, whatever she was doing. And the parents were like, they, they couldn't figure it out because she wasn't talking. Well, the mother just had just come in and we were talking and told the social worker that, well, now, now we know, but Good thing she talked because we were about ready to send her to the grandfather for this summer, for summer break, because it was like in spring and school was just about over. So she would have gone back to her abuser. And and again, I don't take credit for anything. I, I do what I do because I love it. And kids are the ones that are, and teachers too, are making those decisions to talk about it. And the fact that she shared is what was so courageous. But the fact that if she, maybe if she didn't see my presentation, she never would have said anything and she would have gone back to Mexico and who knows what would have happened. So not only is this, this is like a double whammy in the sense that she's sharing that she's been sexually abused and the fact that it's a family member and the fact that they were ready to ship her off back to the, to the grandfather. I, I think it saved her um, emotional life hundred percent. And, and her life in general, I mean, how terrifying to have that constant trigger of 
all these family members are on on the Zoom or on Skype or whatever, and they're they're seeing you know this person who seems like a great person to them, but that victim, that survivor, is just triggered. And how how very powerful for her to not only connect but voice it. Yeah. Uh, what a, an absolute brave young lady. Yeah, and I just think you know she got the help that she needed, hopefully, and is doing really well in school. And I would assume she's probably close to graduating high school this year. <laughs> wow. Really cool. So this is what we do. We are very passionate about it. We, we are a survivor led curriculum uh, that is for all grades. Uh, it's also for kids uh, that are deaf and hard of hearing, uh, Spanish speaking students. We have uh, programs for children with special needs. Uh, we have curriculum for uh, uh, trafficking and exploitation, um, harassment, but please feel free to go to our website, childhoodvictories.com, share it with your schools, and uh, we thank you for your time. So have a great day, and uh, we'll see you next time. Don't forget, catch the message. Bye, everyone. To learn more about our products, go to 212victorylane.com, and for more information about our curriculum and programs, visit childhoodvictories.com.